Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Yumadaf Samach Dalid. Now Rava tells us the beginning of the of the daf that we need a Pasuk to tell me that Mechuser Zman is not good, is not kosher for the Sierra Mishalayak. Because what happens if someone donated this ear to the Basin Mikdosh and he has this ear's mother at home? This mommy cow. Now, if there is a chilish yesh sakana, even on Yom Kippur, you're allowed to shech the animal to give her, to give the chila the meat. Now we have an instrument out here to shech the mother and the child on the same day. The Gemara questions, wait, would that be considered shechita? You're throwing the animal off a cliff. How's that shechita? They used to say in Eretz Yisrael, Marava, that pushing this ear off the cliff is its form of shechita. For this year, that's how you shecht it. Now the Gemara has a question. See, if the first set of zugim were broken up and the Sierra Mishdalech died, now you bring a new set of animals, a new set of Sierim, and the Mishnah said that the second one is left to graze to get a mum. The question is, which is the second one? The single one that's left over from the first batch or the second one here that's come to replace the first seir, that's La Hashem. There's a machlek, it's Rav in Rabbi Yechanon. Rav holds that we are makriv, the first remaining seir. The second one that came with, the second set, we don't need him, we only need the one, that's La Hashem. And let this one go out and graze. Rabbi Yechanon holds the opposite, that it's the second seir, that's going to be shechted, and the first, the single one remaining, is left to graze. What's the machloikas toloi on? What are they really arguing about? Rav holds that a live animal cannot be disqualified. So once you have the first animal that was set up to be the carbon, even if its zug dies, it will never be nidche. This is a, a musrashmuz, that no balchai, no living creature is ever pushed away by Hashem. Rabbi Yoichanon, Rabbi Yechanan holds that a balchai is nitche. Therefore, the first one, that zug was broken up. They are no longer karbanas. And you bring a whole new set. And this replaces the first seer. Rav learns that we're going to hang on to the first one. We learn that out from Mechuzer's man. Just like you have something that's Mechuzer's man. It's the wrong time to bring this karban. Okay, but later, when it becomes the right time, the correct time, either for the animal or for the person bringing the karban, then it's a perfectly good carbon. So to here, as soon as you get it a zug, a zug you know, you bring a, a second seir to send la azazel, the first one's back in play. Frag the Gemara, that's a little different because over here, this first seir was totally functional. It was ready to go when it had, it had its zug, and then it was nitche when the second one died. When it's mechuzah's man, it was always really to be a carbon who are just waiting for the right time. Rather, we have a different reason for Rav. He learns from a, a Baal Mum, an animal that has a Mum, but this Mum is going away. He has a broken bone, he has a cast on for a couple of days, but uh, it's going to be fine. So even though now it can be brought as a carbon because it has a Mum, as soon as it's healed, it's a wonderful carbon. A-okay. So too, the first ear is okay as soon as you get it a Zug. How do we know that, um, that when a mum is going to be okay, then you're allowed to use it for a carbon when it heals? From the Pasuk, Ki mum bom lo lochem. 
when the mum is bum, when it's in the animal, that's when you're not supposed to bring it in front of Hashem. But as soon as the mum goes away, then sure, Hashem says, bring it up. Abiyachanan doesn't learn that because he says the Pasuk is making a mute with bohem. Davka in a case of a of a mum sha'ovar, a mum oiver, that's where when you can bring it once it heals. But any other animal that gets disqualified, such as the first seir in our sets over here, once it's gone, it's gone, and bring it, you know, pulling up a second seir to to send azazel with this zug is not going to bring it back into play. Rav isn't bothered by that lotion of. Bohem, he learns this. He says that Bohem is teaching us something else. Bohem is teaching us that the animal with the mum itself, that's what's usher to bring up. That's what's leyerotsu. Don't bring that as a carbon. But if it were to get mixed up with other animals, then it would be okay. What does that mean? Well, the Mishnah tells us that if someone has a mixture of Balimumin and Tumimim, perfectly good carbonus. Rabbi Eliezer says that as long as you bring one carbon, you're not supposed to, because you know maybe you're bringing the mum, but one of these sheep from this whole corral of a mixture was brought up. We're going to assume that you brought up the one with the mum, and every other sheep now is considered a tomim and is right to be a carbon. The Chachamim disagree. They say that even if you shecht every single one except for one, we're going to assume that that last remaining one is the Balmum. And you're going to have to send it to the base Asrefa because it's, it's Kaddish, but uh, it has a Mum. Maybe Yechanan is going to say, I don't need to learn that out from Bahem. I learned it out from the fact that it says Bahem with a hay. It could, it could have just said Bum. Why to have an extra hay? One, to teach me a meal that it only applies by Balmum and not by our Sir Mishdalech or any other case. And secondly, to tell me that once it gets mixed up, it's okay. Rav holds that the extra hay is not worth, doesn't necessitate a limud. Now the Gemara says, okay, according to Rav, you're going to tell me that Balei Chaim are never nidche. They can always remain in play. Once a carbon, always a carbon. So why do you have to use the first one? The second zug is also a perfectly good zug. I should be able to use either one. It's not nidche. Okay, so I have two options what to bring as a carbon. Which one is Lashem? Nah, Rav Ra, Ra, says, Rav won't say that because Rav holds like Rabbi Yossi that says the mitzvah is with the first one that's brought. In the first set, that was the first one, so don't bring the second one, go with the first. Okay, where do we see Rabbi Yossi holds that the mitzvah is Berishon? We try learning it out from the three boxes that we had for the the shkalim that would supply the money for the carbon tomid, tomids, tomidin. They were labeled olive base and gimel, and Rabbi Yossi says, those labels were to let us know that you, that you take from the first donation first. But again, the Gemara doesn't like that because that's not where we see, we can't learn from that that Rabbi Yossi holds. The Rishon, you have to bring from the first sheep. That's where they, each donation was Mekudosh at a different point in time. The first donation, now this is holy. Then someone else came later and donated a second time. So yes, you go with the first one that was Mekudosh. But over here, both the first set and the second set the goat, which was La Hashem, became Kaddish simultaneously. It's not the Hagarola that makes it Kaddish. It's the Matanas Dam Hapar. So now when it comes time to Shech, the first seer, the second seer is also here. They both became Kaddish simultaneously. There's no first and second. 
So maybe Rabbi Yossi would here would also hold take the second sheep. Ella, we're learning from Rabbi Yossi's Shita by Pesach that if someone is Makhdash Karban Pesach and then he loses it, the sheep runs away. Where are you going? Okay, so we'll take another one. You take a second sheep and then the first one shows up. So now you have two sheep that were set aside for your Karban Pesach. Chachamim say, take whatever one you want. They're both the same. No preference. While Rav Yoisi holds, the mitzvah is with the first sheep. Unless the second one is better. So to here, Rav is holding. Go with the first sheep, the first sir la azazel, the first sir la Hashem, rather. Like, like Rav Yoisi would say, go with the first one. Rav says that we can learn at our b'risa, like Rav. Our, our mission is like Rav, and we have a b'risa that goes like Rav Yoichanun. How is our Mishnah like Rav that says to go with the first one? Because we said that if the carbon that goes La Hashem dies of the first set, then when you bring the second set, you make a girl and you say that whichever one shows up La Hashem is going to take over, replace the one which had died from the first set. But the second animal of the second set, that's Hulan, it's nothing. Because we're only using the first we're, we're going to still use the first sheep that we have from before. We have a bracelet like Rabbi Yechanan that tells us that we're supposed to use the second sheep, the second full set. Why? Because the Pesach says, Yamoid Chai, that the Zug needs to stay alive. And if one of them dies, then the whole thing goes gets thrown out the window and we're going to disqualify the first seer. Now, Rabbi Yehuda had said in our Mishnah that if during... The Kohen Gadol's Avodah in the base of Mikdash, right? The Kohen Gadolashim or in the Heichal, on Yom Kippur, the blood spills out at some point. So now we still have the Seir Mishdalech waiting outside. We kill that Seir and we start again with a whole new set. If the Mishdalech outside dies, then we pour out the blood inside again and bring a whole new set. They're connected. Now, according to Yechanan, that makes sense because he holds Balechayim Nidachin. As soon as the Zug is gone, that's going to be Doiche. It's Pair. So spill out the blood, kill the, the goat outside. According to Rav, why are you killing the Seir Mishdalech outside? Just bring a new Seir for more blood inside. So Rav would say, I I don't hold like Rav Yehuda. I wouldn't say to kill the Seir outside. I hold like the Rabbanon. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.